You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Be sure to check out www.dailynews.com. WDW Daily News provides articles and other information about the Walt Disney Company and more. Be sure to follow them on Twitter at WDW Daily News, a proud partner of Sorcerer Radio. You are going to be a force for good and a very important sorcerer. The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Are you insane? You're listening to Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Time for your weekly dose of Disney news. This is Chris Rowe. It's Jeff Davis and DW60 on Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Clap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this program to bring you the top news stories from the Walt Disney World Resort on DW60. This is Chris Rowe. Time for those headlines from the Walt Disney World Resort. It's DW60's Press Row here on Sorcerer Radio, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Weeby Geeks Network. Jeff Davis here with you. Wherever you may be listening, we're glad you're here to find out what's happening at the Walt Disney World Resorts. 514 days, ladies and gentlemen. That's how long we've gone without a nighttime parade over the Magic Kingdom. Now, I say that, but I don't want to not talk about it for a second. I want to talk a little more about that because, as you know, as you know, we had the Oscars this past weekend on Sunday night. And during the Oscars, you know, a lot of people get into, the, you know, the Twitter thing and Facebook and talking about it on social media and all this different stuff and everything. Well, Walt Disney World decided to do the same thing. They wanted to get involved in it as well. And that's OK with me. I have, I have no problem with that. The problem that I have is one of the actual tweets that they sent. OK. They started off OK. They started off with, you know, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse ready for the Oscars. You know, pictures of them walking the red carpet in their best, you know, dressed in their best, blah, blah, blah. Okay, no problem. Great. That was a great tweet. The next one they send out says, it's your turn to choose a winner. What's your favorite Epcot festival? And they gave the nominees in their tweet, you know, Artful Epcot, Fresh Epcot, Taste Epcot, Epcot Holidays. You know, those were all the nominees. And the winner of that category was Taste Epcot. 40% of the vote. So I'm liking the trend that they're using here. They're using the Oscars, you know, to give people stuff to talk about with Walt Disney World, with the the winners and the nominees and all this other stuff. Okay, good thing. Next tweet comes out. The winner in the category for cutest new addition at at Animal Kingdom. And they gave like four choices. And people were tweeting, you know, their, their winner for that category and everything. Another great tweet. Loved it. Then came the next one. And this is this is the one that really just set me off, I guess. Because it said the following. It said, away we go. The award for best current parade goes to Disney Festival of Fantasy Parade. I read that and I went, wait a second. Hold on. Why are you putting a category out there? For best current parade, when you only have one parade at Walt Disney World to choose from. One. 
You have no nighttime parade at the Magic Kingdom. You got rid of the Jam and Jungle Parade over at the Animal Kingdom. Stars and Motor Cars and all the other parades that were at Disney's Hollywood Studios gone. One parade. But you're going to sit there and you're going to tweet to everybody. The award for best current parade goes to Disney Festival of Fantasy. So what do I do? I I respond to their tweet and I go, hey, d- 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 hey Disney, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Who was the other nominee or nominees for best current parade at Walt Disney World? And then I went, oh, wait, there wasn't one because you have no other parade for people to choose from. Not even a parade at night at the Magic Kingdom. And at the time when I sent out that tweet, I put on there 511 days without a nighttime parade at the Magic Kingdom. And then I said, Disney, fix it. I just got to tell you, Disney, that was just a bad tweet. That was a bad decision. Because I was not the only person that got onto social media, saw that, and tweeted almost the exact same thing that I did. But mentioned it. Hey, by the way, Disney, you have no other parade for us to choose from. So fix the problem. 514 days, no nighttime parade at the Magic Kingdom. No parade at the Animal Kingdom. You can't count the stormtroopers at Disney's Hollywood Studios. That's not a parade. That's a parade of the Empire, I guess you could call it. But it's not parade parade. You know what I'm talking about. And then you have no parade at night over at the Magic Kingdom. One parade. Festival of Fantasy for people to see. And that's it. 514 days. No nighttime parade at the Magic Kingdom. Let me shift gears into this. For those who are interested in further celebrating the various Instagram-worthy spots around Walt Disney World Resort beyond just taking your selfies, well, there's been some merchandise uh, saluting some of these places around the Walt Disney World Resort. In recent weeks, we've seen merchandise uh, like uh, Meet Me at the Purple Wall cap that was on sale over at various locations around the parks. Now you can also get the limited release Meet Me at the Purple Wall Magic Band which Disney Parks blog says it has been carefully designed to match the exact color shade from the purple wall over the Magic Kingdom. It it amazes me. It amazes me how just the shade of a wall can be so popular on Instagram and Twitter. And so many different people are taking photos in front of it. It just shocks me. Nicole has done it quite a few times. There's going to be a sale over on ShopDisney.com that began the other day. You've got limited edition and limited release magic vans. Vans. Magic bands. That are available for the Flower and Garden Festival. More on the way. Which is also going to include the celebration for Disney's Animal Kingdom's 20th anniversary. Starting on March the 21st. You're going to have a limited edition Magic Band available only at that park. So you want to check these out when they come out. Some people like just getting Magic Bands and not even using them. They just like the collection of them. They like to switch things up on their Magic Bands. Wear a different one for every day of of going to the parks. Or if they're locals, just something else to choose from. I think it's kind of cool. Let's talk a little food. I don't want to make you too hungry, but uh, there are a couple things that I do want to mention to you. 
when it comes to paddlefish over at Disney Springs. Now, March is going to be an exciting time uh, for somebody visiting over there. First up is going to be National Crab Day, which is tomorrow, March to the 9th. Paddlefish is offering 50% off its famous King Crab Entree. Now, the offer cannot be combined with any other discounts, and it will be for the King Crab Entree only. But who doesn't love King Crab, really? 50% off? Are you kidding me? I'm there if it didn't have to drive nine hours. (laughs) Next up at Paddlefish, a rooftop mixology class on Saturday, March the 24th from 12 to 2 p.m. Guests will be able to learn how to make four specialty cocktails with just household ingredients. Also, light bites will be served along with the tasting of the cocktails, all for only $50 per person. So register for that quickly before all the seats are gone. 50 bucks, not bad. Also, just check their website. Some other offerings as well going on throughout March 16th through the 18th and also on the 23rd and 25th. I believe it is a um, either a wine tasting or it's a champagne type tasting. I think it's a wine tasting. I'm pretty sure. It's like $20 per person. Uh, relatively cheap. Uh, so check out the Paddlefish website for all that stuff and the Disney Springs website as well. Uh, when you want to check all that. All right, so don't forget Galactic Nights coming up soon. Tickets are on sale right now, $129 for adults. Ages 3 to 9 are paying $124. We talked about that last week. And uh, let's see, what else did we do? We talked about a lot of things last week. I'm trying not to repeat too much. We talked about St. Patrick's Day stuff going on last week as well. So if you need to hear that all that information, check out episode 16 of DW60's Press Row Podcast, and you'll be able to hear all of that as we move on here. Let's see here. Oh, this was interesting about Disneyland Paris. So Disney chairman and CEO Bob Iger announced plans for a 2 billion euro multi-year expansion of the resort in phases beginning in 2021, including new areas based on Marvel, Frozen, and Star Wars coming to its Walt Disney Studios Park. That follows, as you may recall, the Walt Disney Company's 2017 announced acquisition of essentially all outstanding shares of the European resort uh, that it did not already own. So they own the whole thing. And they had previously talked about reimagining the resort's rock and roller coaster starring Aerosmith into an adventure with Iron Man. That is going to happen also. Now, that kind of makes me sit and think for just a second. Let's look at Rock and Roller Coaster, Disney's Hollywood Studios. As great as an attraction it is, it is a great attraction. I love it. I really do enjoy it. Is having Aerosmith in the attraction getting a little old? And the only reason I say that is this. The thing's been around, what, 15 years? 10 to 15 years? I don't know exactly. But I'll tell you this. The band members of Aerosmith, the way they look in the pre-show for the attraction, they do not look the same today at all. The technology that they're using is old. It's outdated Now, the music is still fantastic that you hear on the attraction. Still great. But there's not a lot of Aerosmith merchandise left over to buy when you get off the attraction. Not a lot of Aerosmith stuff left over. 
So is it time to change it out? Is it time to update the attraction? I don't want to get rid of it. I love the attraction. I love the track for rock and roller coaster. I love it. I love that zero to 60 in like 2.3 seconds. Love it. I would prefer FEMA to something else. Can we use Marvel? Yeah, there's that gray area. There's that gray area because of Universal Orlando. So I don't know about that. But could we theme it to a different Disney movie? I'm curious. If you had the choice, if you were a Disney Imagineer and they looked at you, Bob Iger said, you know what? Update Rock and Roller Coaster for me. Theme it to something else, Disney. What would you choose? Send me your proposal over to DW60 at SRSounds.com. Send me that email because I'd be really interested to read those and read them to everybody else. So give me your proposal to update Rock and Roller Coaster over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I think it needs it. That's just me. All right. Epcot's Odyssey is set for a light remodel in preparation for expanding the role as a flex-use type of space uh, there at Epcot. Now, the building between Mexico and the test, uh, test track attraction has been operating seasonally for quite some time, uh, mainly for Epcot's festivals, but it is intended to fit into Epcot's evolution or Reimagining, as they may want to say, uh, for 2021 in the 50th anniversary. Now, in preparation for the expanded role, Odyssey is receiving a refurbishment that will replace the panels with glass windows so that guests uh, can see inside and view the uh, events and exhibits that are going on, going on on the inside from the outside. So, uh, now the Odyssey itself, it opened back in 1982 as a restaurant and has held uh, the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival Craft Beer Stop. Also, the Festival of Arts demonstrations and exhibits in recent years. I remember back in like 1987 uh, when we would take my sister Lindley to Walt Disney World when she was like a year old. We would go over to the Odyssey Restaurant because it was very quiet. Not a lot of people went over there. And we would take her in the back, or you could call it the front of the restaurant, and lay her on the padded seats back there and let her take a nap for like an hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours. I would even sometimes, I was like 10 years old at the time, I would even take a nap sometimes and we would go back there. Those are my, those are my memories of the Odyssey. Quiet, nobody in there, never actually ate any of the food, but I took a few naps in that area. I haven't been in there since probably 1987. I don't know what it looks like on the inside now. Because usually nothing's going on. You can't see on the inside because the windows are high up and the the glass doors uh, to get on the inside are usually dark as well. So you can't see on the inside. But, you know, Disney is going to change all of that for you guys. Uh, So be looking for that construction to be happening uh, here pretty soon when it comes to all that. What else do I want to talk about? Oh, Google and Disney have done something very, very interesting. If you remember last summer, I let you know that people that individuals from Google Maps were going to be walking around Disneyland for their Google Maps street view of Disneyland. And people got really excited about it to be able to you know, kind of, in a way, walk around Disneyland. Well, it is finally complete. They didn't just do Disneyland. They also did Walt Disney World as well. 
All you have to do is just head over to Google Maps and launch Street View. And now Disney fans can immediately transport themselves virtually right into the streets of all of their favorite theme parks. On the list of destinations that Google suggests you visit is like the Street View of Disney California Adventure, including Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Breakout, over at Epcot, the Morocco Pavilion, the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. Go there. Pandora, the World of Avatar, over at the Animal Kingdom, Disney Springs, Hollywood Studios, Mickey and Minnie's Houses over in Disneyland, and Typhoon Lagoon Water Park, all included in that. If you don't have the Google Maps app, download it and take a walk through the Disney parks. That'd be a lot of fun to do during lunch or, you know, or just sitting in your chair at home while you're relaxing or whatever. What I would like for them to do is have a link attached to each of the attractions and have a video of a ride through of that attraction. So you can walk down the street, say, hey, oh, I want to check out Space Mountain. And there'd be a video of Space Mountain that you just click and you watch it. And then you go on about your walk. That's pretty cool. I like that. I like that. Do I have Google Maps on my phone? I probably do. I need to download it. All right. Emails. Email time. Coming up next here on Press Row. Missing the scents of Disney? Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line. Wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays to bring the scents of Disney to your home. Visit their website, www.magicallyscented.com. Ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com slash shop. Sorcerer Radio is celebrating its 17th year of playing all of your favorite Disney music. And we'd like to thank the listeners for sticking with us. To celebrate, we are giving away free Sorcerer Radio stickers to all of our listeners. To receive your sticker, just send us a self-addressed stamped envelope to Sorcerer Radio, P.O. Box 207, Prairieville, Louisiana, 70769. Thanks again, and here's to many more years of radio magic. Offer valid for U.S. residents. There's nothing quite like the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. It's the place where dreams come true. Moments last a lifetime, and enchantment is around every corner. The world tells you to grow up. Here, you never have to. Walt Disney World Resort. That's the power of magic. To book your magical Walt Disney World vacation, call Storybook Destinations at 1-844-TO-STORY today. Or visit storybookdestinations.com. There's an adventure in every cup waiting for you at Expedition Roasters. And now, there's two new themed coffees waiting to be explored. Get your motor running with Route 66 Tire Fix. A smooth breakfast blend perfect for the world's fastest racing machine's big race? Or just a low and slow cruise through town? Are you looking for something a little darker? Whether your day involves ruling the galaxy or simply crushing a rebellion, Dark Side Roast will give you the power to complete your day's mission. You'll never have to force yourself to awaken when you brew Dark Side Roast. So why not brew a little magic at your home? Try one of these new small batch roasted themed coffees, or pick up an old favorite at ExpeditionRoasters.com. And don't forget, 
Sorcerer Radio listeners can take 20% off your first order with code SR20. That's SR20 at ExpeditionRoasters.com. Brew your happy place. Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Sorcerer Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com. It's DW60 with Jeff Davis. There's a very powerful voice. Where it's coming from, we have no idea. On Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. It's email time. It's email time. Hey, everybody, it's email time. (laughs) So, some very good emails to get to this week, and uh, before I go through any of them, I want to say thank you to everybody who sent an email, or who made a comment, or a message they sent to me on the uh, DW60 Facebook page. Uh, So, thank you to all of you, so I want to go through these. Now, remember last week, we had an, uh, an email talking about the Disney dining plan, how the dessert option went away. And how having an alcoholic beverage was added to the regular Disney dining plan. And uh, we were curious on how everybody else was, what their opinion was when it came to all of that. And uh, I'm not the most educated person when it comes to Disney travel planning. I'm I'm really not. Uh, I know what I need to know. But when they made these specific changes to the dining plan in 2017, I wasn't exactly... Didn't understand them because I haven't done the dining plan since, like, fall of 2016. That was the last time I did it. And everything was as I remember it. There was no alcoholic beverage available. But we did have some responses, and uh, they were fantastic, so I'm going to read those to you. First one comes from Natalie. Said, "Hey Jeff, not minding the change on the dining plan, as Disney still allows you to swap out your drink for a dessert. We go every year for fall free dining, and as I understand it, doing this for each person's quick service meals, two person, two per person per day, will allow us to get dessert with each meal, plus keep our two snack credits free." For food and wine festival we gladly bring our own bottled water or soda into the park to keep our dessert enjoying the show as a family tonight from ohio natalie thank you so much for eating i'm learning stuff from you guys i'm not a disney expert okay i've never claimed to be nor i probably ever will be it's you guys who are going out there experience all all of this stuff and letting me know about it. So, Natalie, thank you so much for uh, for sending in your comment, and I appreciate you listening to the show all the way up there in Walbridge, Ohio. Hope you guys are good up there. Next message came from Timothy West, and he said, We found that we simply overrate, overate, not overrate, overate in the dining plan and stopped buying it. We don't drink much alcohol, so that move to cut desserts for alcohol meant we were pretty done with the dining plan. Meanwhile, we are planning our Animal Kingdom days around the pineapple upside-down cake over at the Yak and Yeti. You know, the dining plan is a lot of food. The regular dining plan itself, two quick service, two snack credits. I'm sorry, what, what is it? You get a snack, you get a table service, and you get a quick service every single day. 
if you're on the regular Disney dining plan. It is a lot of food, even with the snacks. Depending on where you eat for your table service depends on whether or not you're just drunk off of food by the end of the day. It's a lot of food. So, Timothy, I don't blame you for you know simply saying, yeah, we're just not going to do it anymore. But thank, for, thank you for your message. I appreciate that. Next one came from Michael. He said, hi, Jeff, listening to the great show right now and your response to Victoria's statement about alcohol and dessert with the quick service meals on the Disney dining plan. The addition of, of alcohol has nothing to do with the dessert option going away at quick service. The dessert option went away in 2017 when they added an extra snack credit per day on the plan. With the two snack credits, you could certainly choose to get the dessert at quick service using a snack credit, or you could use it for something even better. The alcohol option was added this year. Great show. Again, again, you guys are awesome. Michael, thank you so much for clearing that up. So I get an extra snack. Let me see if I got this right. They took away the dessert option for your table service and for your quick service. Okay, I got that. Or for the quick service, I'm sorry. But they added a snack. So you can use that extra snack to get your dessert. So it's almost like it didn't go away. Makes sense, I guess. And now you've got the alcoholic beverage option. Not that I'm really going to use it. I, I like to get uh, a shot of tequila over in Mexico in the World Showcase every now and then. I do enjoy getting uh, some beer over in Germany. Otherwise, I don't use the snack credits for all that much except for like the last day that I'm there. And then I buy all these snacks for the drive home. That's how I do it. Everybody has their way. But again, thank you, Michael, for helping to educate me a little more. <laughs> okay, this one came from Andrea Adriana Kimmel. I want to get that right. Adri- Adriana Kimmel. When I was talking about illuminations, reflections of Earth going away because, you know, the globe, the barge is sinking and how people are not paying attention to it, all this other different stuff. This is what Adriana said. I'm local and watched Illuminations for the first time in a few months. It's my favorite show at Walt Disney World because of its message of peace and makes a big part of the Disney bride community because it's used often for private dessert parties. Well, I was I, I must say I was very disappointed at the state of the show. The globe didn't spin until the end and the torch never lit up. For being such a big part of the climax of the show, I think if it's truly unfixable, it may be time for a change. My only hope is that, especially in today's world of conflict, that the message of peace remains and isn't replaced by another dull projection show. That's a bold statement right there. I remember a while back that there were rumors that the drones used at the Disney Springs Christmas show will be making a comeback for this new show. Fingers crossed. Adriana, first of all, um, to the entire Disney bride community, hello, thanks for listening. I appreciate all of you. Uh, 
Nicole tells me about the Disney Bride community all the time, especially on the Facebook one. She says you guys are off, are awesome and that a lot of you listen to the show, so I definitely appreciate that. Now, when it comes to the barge itself and things not working, it makes sense. I mean, just go ahead and just change it. If stuff is just breaking down now and the barge is sinking at the same time, it needs to go. It needs to change. I love the idea of having the drones in a new show. I did get to catch the drones on YouTube in 2016 where they when they were over at uh, Disney Springs. I think I was maybe an hour late getting to see them during my Thanksgiving trip in 2016. I did not get to see the drones in action. But what from what I have seen how Disney uses it, I think they would be a great addition. If you watched any of the Olympics, the opening ceremony or the closing ceremonies, they use drones. Really cool. Very neat effect. But I agree with you, Adriana. Message of peace. I hope that continues. I mean, we all live on the same planet. I mean, when you look at it, it's just one world. So we're all a neighbor of each other. So let's hope that they, that Disney continues to hold on to that a little bit. I do kind of like the projection shows. I'll be honest with you. Mixed in with the fireworks, I think it's kind of cool. But hey, it's not for everybody. Not everybody likes it. And that's okay. That's why I give you a platform to talk on. That's why I tell you guys, voice your opinion. Send your emails to me. Send your messages to me. When Disney posts something, comment on it. Make your voice heard. That's why we're here. Adriana, thank you so much for your message. All right, another email. This one comes from Angela. With regards to the Disney Dining Quick Service, alcohol versus desserts. Well, I am not an alcohol drinker, although I do like an occasional glass of wine. I do like a good carrot cake. But with that said, I want to make the choice. I don't believe the alcohol option is popular as much as the dessert option is. And in my opinion, Disney will use cheap alcohol versus costly ingredients for desserts. So Disney wins. I think that they have carefully devised a situation whereby they have forced their hand by making the choice for you. I want what I want when I want it on a dining plan, of course. I would choose dessert over alcohol any day. And as I said, Disney is taking that choice away from me. So then I would choose not to purchase the quick service. Now, with that said, I don't always want desserts after my meals either because I'm usually stuffed after having a lunch or dinner. So for me... I save money, and Disney loses it. (laughs) I don't like it when someone else chooses what I should be having. That is wrong on all levels, and it takes away your freedom of choice. As far as the choice, I agree with you 100%. Give us the option to choose dessert or alcohol. Wouldn't that be a win-win situation? But then she says, but I forget, Disney is made up or Disney is made up of or embellic execs. Gosh, Angela, you're funny. 
Uh, P.S. Difficult to get your thoughts together when you're listening in work and should be working, but you force me to respond. Angela, that's called thought-provoking Disney talk. <laughs> Remember last week I talked about that? Yeah, that's what that is. And she goes on to say, I will still listen to your show even after I retire at the end of the month. Oh, I appreciate that. I love how you make me think about Disney things and how it would impact me personally. Good job, Jeff. Yours truly, Angela. So, Angela, thought-provoking Disney talk. That's what the show is all about. I like that phrase. All right, final email comes from Brian Zinn. Brian says this. First off... Oh, no, this isn't the last one. we got one more after this. All right. So Brian says, first off, thanks for keeping us entertained and up to date on all things going on around Walt Disney World. Secondly, there was recently some articles put out on various news sites, L.A. Times, New York Times, etc., talking about the supposed lack of pay Disney cast members are receiving both at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. I know most cast members are part of a union that is in charge of negotiating the pay rate for workers, but given how critical cast members are to the experience at Disney Parks, I find it odd that Disney isn't taking better care of the workers. I remember in an episode of DW60 back around Thanksgiving when you had a bad experience due to the parking attendant and proceeded to hear similar comments from other guests about other cast members. As you and many others are aware, a single encounter with a cast member can either make or break an entire trip to one of the parks. Those cast members create the magic that people love about the parks almost as much as the rides and environments themselves. I get the business and profit side of it, but I guess I'm old-fashioned in believing that by taking care of your employees, they take care of you in return. You'd think that with all the million Disney rakes in, every new movie, the millions coming in from the parks, especially with the new ticket prices, etc., they'd be able to afford to make cast members happy as well via pay and benefits. I just wonder how much the friendly customer service would return to the parks if they took the initiative to care for the park workers and make it the happiest place on earth for guests and cast members alike. Would like to hear your thoughts on this. Sincerely, Brian Zinn. Brian, 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 Brian. Now you're making me think. <laughs> there has been some pay issues when it comes to the Disney cast members, their pay, and the executives of the Disney company. And the union that these you know employees use have been in talks with Disney for quite some time. It's been a back-and-forth battle and still is not resolved. Um, I, I don't want to get too much into, you know, do you you pay what you get for? You pay what you get? Or what is that phrase I'm trying to... You get what you pay for. That's what I'm trying to get to. There we go. You get what you pay for. Well, I pay for quite a bit at Disney. I pay quite a bit for tickets. I pay quite a bit for hotel. I pay quite a bit to eat over at La Cellier or to eat at Victorian Alberts or just to have a burger in the Magic Kingdom. I pay quite a bit, so I think I should expect a certain amount of service from Disney employees. I get the fact that a lot of people have bad days. It does happen. Can't avoid it. 
It's just the way it is. I understand that. But the thing is, is that I think, Brian, you may be correct. Maybe if they're having pay issues, maybe if they're having benefit issues, there is a possibility that could be part of the issue. If you're not taking care of your employees, what happens? It makes them very upset. Disgruntled employees. And that means the customer service that they provide guests in Walt Disney World may not be what it should be. Maybe it's why you have that cast member who just has a bad attitude when you ask them a question. Or they get frustrated with you a little too easily. That could be a very big part of it. I don't, and like I said, I don't want to get into the issue of pay, whether they deserve more pay, whether they deserve more benefits. I don't know specifically what Disney employees get paid hourly for whatever job that they do, so I don't want to go into that. But to have your employees consistently happy and morale is good puts forth a better product for Disney. Let's just put it that way. Now, maybe that parking attendant may have had an issue earlier in the day. Whether it be at home. Or whether it be with Disney themselves. I don't know. But he put himself at risk by standing in front of my vehicle the way he did. Not a smart thing. So if the issues are that bad to where employees are not using common sense then the union and Disney executives need to hurry up and come to an agreement with whatever it is they're debating as far as not being paid enough or not getting enough benefits. But like I said, I'm not educated on what the union and Disney are talking about, and I don't want to get into it too much because I don't want to be wrong. But, Brian, I do understand what you're saying. If they're not happy with pay and benefits, they may not put forth the best product that they need to be when it comes to an experience at Walt Disney World. So I get that. That's a good email. I like that one. I like your thinking. Very, very good email. All right. Literally, this is the last one. I saved it for last because of this. Uh, It was a letter that was written to me. An actual letter in the mail to me. I haven't had somebody write me a letter in a long time. I mean, a long time. So I thought it was kind of special, and it was it's a very good letter, too, and I'm so appreciative of it. Uh, so uh, let me just go ahead and bring this up right here. Okay, it says, Mr. Jeff Davis, thank you for what you do. I am a delivery driver, and I listen to SR often to get my Disney fix. I always look forward to Thursday mornings to hear DW60. Thank you so much for doing the new recorded podcast. Love it, love it, love it. My family and I have been to the world eight times, but not since 2012. Your show, SR Wayne, and everyone else helps us get and stay in touch with Walt Disney World. Thank you for all you do. Looking forward to the next show. Tanner Crabtree, and then he puts on the bottom of it, yes, I'm a 35-year-old child. (laughs) Okay, Tanner, um, let let me just tell you this. Thank you very much for your letter. I really do appreciate it. I I have never mentioned ever to anybody, 
hey, write me a letter and send it in the mail. Normally it's, hey, send me an email, uh, send me a message on Twitter, send me a message on the DW60 Facebook page, everything. This guy goes and writes an actual letter, has Mickey ears on it, fireworks, and uh, of course he wants a couple of uh, Sorcerer Radio stickers as well. Um, to be sent back to him and everything. He, he sent a uh, paid envelope to us uh, so we can send some stickers back to him. But to, to write me a letter like that, um, that means the world. And being a delivery driver, you're stuck in your your vehicle all day, and so you're listening to Sorcerer Radio a lot. And we are extremely appreciative of that. We are extremely appreciative of all of our listeners, no matter where you may be listening. That's why I say that. No matter where you're listening, we're glad that you're here. You may be listening in your car, your delivery van or truck. You may be listening at work while you're sitting at your computer using your phone. Or you may just be sitting at home enjoying a nice cup of coffee, wishing you were at Walt Disney World, but you're using Sorcerer Radio to give you that little bit of magic every single day to take you back to the most wonderful place in the world, and that is the one thing that we all collectively love, Walt Disney World. And to get... A, a handwritten letter from someone like Tanner makes me remember and appreciate how much I enjoy what I do each and every week for all of you. That's absolutely fantastic. I love that. Tanner, thank you so much for your letter. That is absolutely fantastic. I am very, very appreciative, and uh, I love all of you, no matter what form of communication that you use. Those are your headlines and emails here on Press Row. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Young yeah, man. <laughs> you think Calypso music is hot? You wait till you taste the pepper on this one. Ha! Ico, Ico brings us to the end of our show. Thanks for sticking around and checking out the entire podcast. Now, if you want to contact me with any questions, you know, concerns, you got stories, or you may have something that you know about Walt Disney World that I haven't talked about that you want others to know about, all you have to do is send me an email. Send your email over to dw60 at srsounds.com. You can contact me on social media by heading over to Twitter. Twitter name is at DW underscore 60. And, of course, you can also send a message to me on the DW60 Facebook page. I'll be back again this next Thursday with another edition of DW60. All the great Walt Disney World music, the headlines, the rumors, the emails, all that stuff. If you want to catch the show in its entirety, happens every single Thursday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time on Sorcerer Radio over at srsounds.com. Until next time, hope you have a fantastic week. This is Jeff Davis, DW60's Press Row Podcast. Have a great day. Are you looking for some fun on Facebook with fellow Disney fans? Then you need to join the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. The Fun Zone is an exclusive online gathering place where young and old alike can come and share their love of all things Disney in a family-friendly atmosphere. It'll also be your place for exclusive downloads, images, giveaways, and more. Join us online by going to Facebook.com and searching for Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. That's the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone, part of Sorcerer Radio. That's our sounds.com.
Bringing more people together than ever before at one happy place. srsounds.com. Download Sorcerer Radio's mobile app today and hear the magic from your iPhone, iPad, or Android device. srsounds.com. DisneyLiveCams.com is the place that brings magic into your home via live video and web cameras. The staff at Disney Live Cams scours the internet for only the best live Disney feeds. Watch from the comfort of your home or workplace. Be sure to check out the Downtown Disney Cam every night for a wonderful view of Epcot's Reflections of Earth. Feel free to enjoy the Disney Live Cams featured articles. Join the fun with our discussion boxes. And best of all, it's free. Visit DisneyLiveCams.com. Tell your friends and share the magic. DisneyLiveCams.com. A proud sponsor of Sorcerer Radio. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. If you ever believed Captain America was on the U.S. Olympic soccer team, if you ever thought that the Winter Soldier was that brace yourselves guy on the internet, and if you've ever wondered just what would a raccoon do with a machine gun, then don't let another week pass you by without tuning in to Mighty Marvel Geeks. Mighty Marvel Geeks is your show about all things Marvel, with news, rumors, commentary, and interviews, as well as our weekly recommendations on what to pick up on You Comic Book Day. Yes! We're just like Kevin Bacon. That's Mighty Marvel Geeks, Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Hi, this is Sorcerer, thanking you, the listeners, for your continued support of Sorcerer Radio, a station committed to bringing the best Disney programming in keeping with Walt Disney's vision, a station where children and parents can have fun listening together and also transporting you back to that favorite place that you all love so much, Walt Disney World. Thanks again for listening. Have a magical day. To those who believe that when you wish upon a star, your dreams do come true. Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music, all day long. SR Sound.